just in general, you know, Hex just felt pretty euphoric. You know, everyone's happy in Hex. Um, there's a funny, funny picture I put out the other day. It was, um, you know, avocados from Hexico, always fresh. That's kind of how, you know, that's kind of how Hex has been. I mean, just looking, you know, zoomed all the way out, like to the, you know, like the monthly, let's look at the old, let's just look at the entire Hex history, you know, like there's never been a bad time to buy Hex. And, um, you know, I, I think that like on, on like this, like long-term timeframe, um, Hex has, you know, the world ahead of it because every day that goes by, um, you know, there's more and more risk alleviated. So like Hex is really breaking out of like, like during the first year, there was a really high risk because it was a new thing, unproven, you know, people weren't sure if it was going to work there, you know, people thought there was going to be an exit scam on big payday. They thought that there'd be an inflation bug on big payday. You know, they thought it would just like dump to zero after big payday, but it really hasn't. And so, um, you know, the, the, the hexagons, I think are feeling really confident and vindicated. Um, and then every day that goes by, you know, like the haters just run out of negative things to say about it. And so, you know, as more and more people kind of like concede to hex being like a serious force, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, we're, we're, we're going to continue to see some really, um, you know, favorable uh, price action. Um, and, the, you know, the thing that really, you know, helps that is that it's just the staking mechanism, you know, a, a, as designed, like, you know, hex was meant to be something that people held for many years, you know, if, if there, if it wasn't for limits on and potential, like the issue with the, the Ethereum gas going up, that's the only reason there's a cap at 5,555 days. So um, to me, we just like looking at, at the chart uh, relative to everything else. Uh, what it shows is that the staking is working as intended because um, you know, the last couple of weeks have, you know, have been generally pretty, pretty bearish in crypto. You know, everyone got wrecked a couple of weeks ago. Um, and, you know, like when you look at the Ethereum chart, Ethereum is down, um, you know, from, from the peak, Ethereum got as low as 60% down and it's recovered a lot. So it's only 30% from, from highs and that, that's nothing. Um, and then same with, you know, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, even when you look at that chart, the, um, you know, the, the chart looks a lot worse over here. Um, and, you know, so like Bitcoin's in, in, a, in a more serious dip, but, you know, while this is happening, you know, the hex chart is up and to the right. Um, you know, we had a little dip, um, you know, like a week ago, but, um, you know, this is, it, it, it's what, what, what that means is that like, you know, hex is kind of in a, in a world of its own because it's, um, it's like not on any major exchanges. So like across all other cryptos, like they're all trading on the same exchanges. When the main ones start selling off and people are looking to cut losses in the main ones, they start cutting their, their, their other ones. And so the altcoins always go a lot further down than, than Bitcoin um, and ETH. Um, and so, you know, you saw that across all the markets, but since Hex isn't really on those markets, so it's not part like the same traders that are getting wrecked um, you know, longing Bitcoin at 60K and the ones longing Ethereum at 4K. Um, you know, the same people getting wrecked over there, they're not like Hex isn't on those exchanges for them to use it to help them like pad a loss. And so Hex like really wasn't impacted by that big drawdown. Um, and since there's no nowhere where there's any uh, margin trading on Hex, 
there weren't any liquidations, you know, because no one's like, you know, loading up on margin. And then if price dips below their uh, minimum, minimum collateral threshold where they're a forced seller to push the price even further down, like that just doesn't exist in Hex. So like Hex being kind of in its own world, you know, that, that's one of the benefits of gatekeeping is that we, we get to be uh, kind of isolated. Um, and then other than that, like, you know, even if like, you know, the, the price goes down when people buy it up and then they immediately sell. Um, and so like Hex really, you know, when, when people are buying Hex and staking it, like those coins can't be sold. And like, you know, a lot of the times, like, you know, people who even that are in like massive profits, you know, people that like, you know, bought ETH at $400, um, you know, when it's getting up near $4,000, you know, they're ready to lock in some gains. And then when it, you know, so that, you know, on paper, they feel really rich. And then it dips from like 4,000 to 3,500. And then those people who bought much earlier, they're like, all right, I'm just going to lock in this game here. Like we're good. And they, you know, they kind of sell the first sign of like a trend reversal. And when you look at these charts, you know, I mean, like, you know, it, it, this is the biggest drawdown in, in the bear market. So like, let's just look at the Ethereum, um, the Ethereum chart, um, you know, like, a lot of these sellers, you know, like, like, cause you know, they, they, they might've been people who had bought really, really low. And so, you know, the people that helped like bring it past, you know, pass through here, like when they saw that this like really big, uh, really big dip that didn't get bought right back up. Some people view that as sign of trend reversal. And so people that just wanted to like lock in gains, like in massive profit, you know, they did. And that was a fine time to do it. Um, and so, you know, like, uh, but like, nobody in hex who's staked um you know could, had the option to sell so and, and there have been some big sells but like you know all the people that are experiencing massive gains like those are the people that can usually put a bull market in the end like people that bought really low who are now looking to sell um where they, like the value of their um, coins could be greater than the liquidity that's available you know within like a certain price range um and so you know like just having like like you know, most of the people that are like the people that have the largest unrealized gains in hex right now, those people are staked massively. And so they can't even sell. And so that's just like powerful price support that, um, you know, really helps the price run. Um, and so, you know, that, that, that's, that's like a big reason why hex is so bullish, you know, right now, and even into a bear market is because there's like a class of active market participants who have, you know, designated their coins as not for sale. Like you can't buy a stake hex. And so, um, you know, that, that really, really pushes the price up. And since people have certainty on that figure, um, you know, that, that like even further reduces the risk and lets the price go up even more. Um, so I, I think that, you know, every year, every time there's a bear market, they're, they're, they're strong performers. Like Link performed well in a bear market. Uh, BNB performed well in a bear market. Um, I think that, you know, kind of what we were talking about the other week, like I think Hex, you know, in the event that this is like a brutal bear market, which I'm not sure it is yet. I, I mean, there's still too much euphoria for it to be like, you know, people haven't given up. Like people are, like people are ready to buy the dip. Like there's a, like all the new people haven't been in, they're, they're not in yet. Like all the new people that are equipped to get in, they're not. Um, you know, once they are, once all the new people at this time that are ready to get in have already got in, maybe there can be like a multi-year bear market but I, I still think there's some gas left in the tank. Um, and, um, you know, but like in the event of a, of a, you know, brutal bear market, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really confident in the prospects of hex because, 
um, you know, just has that resistance to be sold. And that's just what pushes the price down. Well, and, and uh, <clears throat> isn't that what, I mean, staking, <clears throat> excuse me, staking, you're, you're, you're still getting, you're still getting, uh, you're, you're, you're still accruing interest through staking, even if it is a, a bear market, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, Hex seems like, Hex just seems more and more solid as time goes on. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, if you think about it this way, so um, right now for a two-year stake, I, I don't know exactly what it's earning, but, you know, it's probably earning about, um, you know, 30% interest per year. So if your Hex balance goes up by, you know, you, you multiply your balance, you know, so for over two years, so you get that 30% of your principal twice. So that's like, 60%. So if your balance increases by, um, you know, say, uh, let's see if calculator. So if your if your balance goes up, you know, so like you're at like 1.6 on your money, um, you know, price can go down. Let's see, like, so if, if price dipped half, you know, 50%, you've only experienced a 20% loss. And so that's really the power of the staking is that like, you know, even through a bear market is that if you're earning interest, um, it can help pad the losses because like the hex price can go down 50%, but rather than experiencing a 50% loss, um, you know, you're only experiencing a 20% loss where here, like, you know, the value of your, you know, one unit of hex, um, you know, or, you know, the, the value of your hex stake, um, you know, is down only 20% from where it started. Um, and so that, that's really the power of, of the staking mechanism. So like, and, and I think that, you know, if there is a, you know, that, that's, that's the thing that pe- like, you know, in, in the bull markets, people are always looking for the thing that's going to pump the hardest, um, you know, and that's been hex, you know, there, there are other coins that have been strong performance too, you know, Doge is a massive performer, but like, you know, the Doge performance, that was just like, hex, that was hex performance. Like hex performed, hex is like the only thing that outperformed Doge. Maybe Doge did it in a shorter period of time. Um, but like, you know, like Hex's run from launch to, you know, the other day, you know, that that's like, you know, plus the interest that you earned if you'd staked in that time, like that Hex, like the only people that outperformed the degenerate children gamblers and other people that like made a lot on Doge have been the Hexican stakers. And that, that that's, you know, that, that's, that's a pretty cool accomplishment. Um, and, you know, so like that, that that like interest bearing, you know, like during a bear, a bear market where people, you know, maybe aren't looking for the thing that's going to pump the hardest, but they're looking for the thing that's going to like preserve their, you know, preserve their, their, um, their money. Um, you know, they look to stable coins and in, in this case, you know, like they look to things that aren't subject to the forces that like, you know, that, that push down on everything in a, in a bear market. And, and, and I think that's what Hex is, is going to be. So before we move on to the ETH or Bitcoin chart, uh, how do you how do you suggest people how do you suggest people um, buy into Hex? Uh, obviously, like consistency is key here, like dollar cost averaging. But what if you only have like twenty five, fifty, or hundred bucks a month to allocate toward it? Like, how do you should you should you let's say we'll use the fifty dollar increment, right? So fifty dollars a month. Should you, should you just buy ETH and sort of hold that until you have a larger amount, then buy HEX and stake it? Like what, how are you, how, how do you suggest somebody 
in that position sort of looks at this? Yeah, yeah. So if you're, if you're trying to get into Hex, um, you know, and, and making it part of like a saving strategy, um, you know, like, like that, like dollar cost averaging, you know, that works. Um, the thing to keep in mind is the uh, Uniswap gas fees. Um, because if you're only, if you only have like $20, you know, a week, um, you know, if you were to make a $20 trade right now, like the, for a Uniswap trade, uh, it's like 12, $12 and 35 cents, uh, you know, at the peak on the day that the, that the price was dumping, uh, or the days leading up to that gas was at like 12, it was at like $125. Like you wouldn't have even be able to cover the transaction. Um, so, you know, I, like what, what I would do is um, sign up for the dip catcher, uh, you know, alerts. And um, I just need to make this algorithm public, um, but, or, or maybe I can just turn on the, the like six hour one. Um, like the, the, probably the best way to do it would be to, you know, look to just turn on these alerts um, and then when it's going off, you know, that's when you buy. So like, oh, like every week, say you're, what, what, what was your example? Like $25 a week? Yeah. 25 or 50 bucks. Yeah. Okay. So say like, you know, 50 bucks a week, um, you know, just like load up on ETH, like during that time, you know, buy, you know, 50 bucks a week. So say for a month, you, you know, cause it, like these, like the, on the six hour chart, like it, it's, it signals buy, um, you know, so February, it signaled by, um, it didn't, I guess like at the end of February, beginning of March, you know, for, you know, a couple, couple of weeks, it was, it was near this buy, buy zone. And then the next time was it like the end of April and then now, just recently it did. So like, you know, the, about every month. So, I mean, just like historically, um, this algorithm is signaled by. And so just like, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily, you, you don't need to be very precise. In, in how you buy, if that's like your strategy. Um, and so just like consolidating a, a, up into a larger purchase um, so that like, say, you know, and, and finding, and ho- you know, finding a day, usually on a Sunday, the gas is lower. Um, finding a day where, you know, that that $12 out of the 200, that's, that's like 6% fee, which is fine. Like that's in like, you know, price could dip down 6% at the time you buy and that kind of makes up for it. Um, but, you know, you want to keep that, that, that gas fee um, as a percent of your purchase as small as possible because, um, you know, you don't want to like, like you want the hex, you don't want to pay for the gas. And so like just spreading out the transactions, you know, saving up the, you know, the ETH, which can also go up during that time. And so like, you know, ETH is fine to hold anyways. Um, and then just like, you know, building your ETH up so that like, you know, you can periodically, you know, buy a larger amount of hex and you're paying less than gas so that, that that's that's probably the best way to approach it okay so so in a nutshell if you're going to dollar cost average dollar cost average into ethereum continue c- continue buying ether and then utilize the dip catcher uh, alerts and then buy at that time is that sort of what you're saying yeah yeah exactly okay yeah. awesome well hey uh do you want to move into the like bitcoin chart and sort of talk about what's happening this week in bitcoin yeah, let's take a look at the, the Bitcoin chart. So Bitcoin's, it, it's pretty interesting. Like Bitcoin's actually been in a bear market for like, let's see how many weeks. <laughs> when did Bitcoin stop? When did it start 
moving sideways. Um, you know, it really, I mean, it, it hit like all time high. I mean, I don't know, it like wicked up to higher, but it, it stayed in, in this range up here. Um, let's, it stayed in this range for about how many weeks is that? One, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It you know stayed up there for three, you know, a whole quarter. It was just like moving sideways, and you know, so like if you you know, people expect Bitcoin price to always be running. You know, so moving sideways, that's like kind of, even though the price is at all time, moving sideways near all time highs for, you know, three months, like, you know, that, that is kind of bearish. Like that's kind of a bear, that's kind of bear market activity in, you know, in, in this world, you know, it's not like a, like, I wouldn't say that this is like the bear market activity. That's like a result of the mining cycle that like kind of macro, like Bitcoin, like bear market. This is just kind of like, the bull market was so it went so fucking ham that you know in bitcoin terms didn't go hex ham it went bitcoin ham which is you know being like the least risky longest standing one you know like going up you know a couple hundred percent you know that that's that's you know like that's like a high reward relative to the you know lower risk of that bitcoin has because it's like the largest and oldest one um you know but like moving sideways for that long you know, that, that, that's, that's kind of bearish. Um, and, you know, kind of where we're at is um, like, if we look at the, if like the dip catcher algorithm on the daily chart, Bitcoin's still in the, in this dip range. So like anything below this, um, you know, below this like green band right here, um, you know, like that's, that's a fine time to buy. Like when, when you're buying under the green band, that means that you're, you're like lower than, like if you looked at every every day of the of the last month, um, and there's there's one person every day that caught the bottom of the wick, like the dip catcher of that day, like the person who bought the lowest price that it was that day. If you averaged everyone in the previous month, so call those people like the winners. Like if you if you average the winning dip catchers of every day, you know, like you're below that. And then what these bands below it are like, you know, if, if you're let me make them visible. You know, if, if you buy uh, this like purple one, which is like very, it, you know, very rare, can you buy the purple band? Um, you know, you, that means you're in like the top, like 3% of those people, you know, 3% is like, you know, so that's like, you're like the lowest buyer of the month. And like, that's kind of, you know, like just shooting for that goal. You just like, you know, being, you know, above average of all like the, you know, each month's like 30 lowest buyers. Like that's really the best you can can hope for, um, you know, because you never know what the price is going to do. And so if you're like, you know, and this is not for like, if you're like doing like swing trading, like maybe, you know, there's some different strategy to that. But like for a person who's just like building up their nest egg, you know, building up their Bitcoin so that like, you know, maybe there's a good time to borrow against it and invest in something else. Or maybe there's a good time to sell the Bitcoin for something else, like a, like a, like a higher risk, higher reward investment that Bitcoin is. Um, you know, it's, it's always, you know, because like, those things come and go and you don't want to be chasing too many opportunities. So it's just build it to build up the ones that like kind of have the least risk, which like traditionally has been Bitcoin, but over time, the, the reality that's changing is that Ethereum is really fitting into that, like kind of reserve uh, asset, you know, use case. 
um, you know, mainly, mainly because of the, like, you know, it, it's like the main trading pair for anything on Uniswap, um, you know, so, but like, you know, it, that's why it's just good to kind of, you know, uh, you know, accumulate the, these one like the Bitcoin and the ETH, because when there's an opportunity, you want to have the, the money on hand to be able to make that investment. Um, and so that, that, that's probably what, you know, that, that'll continue to be the, the, like the best strategy here. You know, you, you shouldn't expect Bitcoin to grow faster than, you know, some like higher risk, like newer things that just like have less liquidity standing in the way for it to really grow. Um, you know, but like it, it's, you know, it, it's definitely like one that you can kind of treat like, you know, money in your savings account where it's not really an investment. You're hoping to gain something from it. Um, you know, and then like, that's the thing you use to invest in other things. Um, and so, you know, Bitcoin's definitely still in this, in this, you know, kind of buy range and, you know, like as far as like the dip catcher, but when we look at like the horizontal, you know, the horizontal lines, like this one held pretty well, like this previous dip, like that's, that's kind of what, what you want to look for. You want to look for where it dipped before. Um, and so this dip right here actually held up pretty well, like that horizontal line. Um, and then the next thing to see is, um, kind of how, how this line holds up the one where it was like the previous peak before the dip, which then turned into like the price floor for like this whole, you know, three month period where it like tried to bounce off of there and tried to bounce off there again. Then it finally broke. Um, so I'll be looking at this to see how price is moving there. Um, you know, but hopefully what, what, what we see is, you know, another, you know, maybe three more weeks of winter. I think that that could be ideal. Um, you know, I think we 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 want one more just like aggressive, just an aggressive dip. I think that would that would you know that that would that would gear us up to you know go go even higher. Like if if Bitcoin took one more dip down and there was like one last squeeze out, um, I think there's going to be just like across the board coming out of that dip. I think there's going to be like massive you know like multi hundred, you know, thousand percent, not, not hundred thousand, maybe, but multi hundred or multi thousand percent opportunities. If, if like the Bitcoin chart did something like, let's see, how can I draw on this chart? You know, if like Bitcoin did something like, you know, tried to, tried to break there, tried again, and then just like dump, like, I don't know how low it could get, maybe do this purple band. Like if there's like one last week down, down that way before like a recovery, um, you know, I think that like that's, that's, we, we need some like big sell off to gas us up to like revisit these range highs. Um, and so I, I think that, that that's, that's kind of what I'm, what I'm hoping for, okay. but it's impossible to predict. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So transitioning into uh, uh, ether, what are you, what are you looking at there? Um, so ETH has been, um, let's put this up, Kraken. It's actually recovered, like, so on, on the daily, on the daily chart, like using the dip catcher algorithm, it's actually no longer in the, in the, in that buy zone. It's like above that, you know, above that. And so, um, but that's mainly just because like, when you looked at the, at the Bitcoin chart, it, it hung out at the, at the, the all time highs for months. Whereas ETH was only at all-time highs for a couple of weeks, a couple of days, um, and so like the algorithm that you know, so like it, it didn't have as much time up there to bring these bands up because it was only there for a short period of time. So that's like part of why 
you know, like ETH is no longer in on the daily chart in this buy range anymore um, because, you know, it, like it, it had less time to bring those like the, the thresholds up. Um, and so, uh, but, but even, even then, like, you know, even though it's not in like the dip, you know, ETH is something where we're like, this is such a strong trend and, you know, building up ETH so you can like invest in other things. And because ETH has more risk than Bitcoin, ETH has more room to the upside. Um, you know, like it, it still is an awesome time to buy ETH, um, you know? And so, um, you know, like th th those are, you know, those are ones that, you know, you, you, you I mean, even though like buying the, the tops throughout this whole bull market has been fine. So like, you know, during such a strong trend, you have more, um, you have more more wiggle room, you know, you don't have to be like as precise or like buy as low, um, you know, so like ETH has been kind of following this, like, you know, this, this like uptrend. Um, and so, you know, it, it's in a good dip now, like from all time highs, it's, you know, from all time highs to now it's still like, in a, it's still like just like Bitcoin is it's in a 30, 32% dip from there. Um, and so, you know, that, that's still a good dip, um, you know, to, to buy and it's in such a strong uptrend and um a lot of the narrative around um a lot a lot of the narrative around uh around ETH it's definitely changing but like you can see it where right previously like you know people it was kind of almost like unanimous that Bitcoin was the thing. Um you know there there's definitely you know like Ethereum at least like how as far as like sentiment goes uh, you know, people are viewing that as, as like a timeless thing, you know, so like Bitcoin is, you know, kind of been the one that people kind of viewed as most permanent and like kind of V1 to like measure everything else against. Um, Ethereum is actually becoming a candidate for that, you know, like kind of what I was saying earlier, because so much of the trading happens where like Ethereum is the main trading pair, you know, that's the thing that like when you're trading, like that's what you're benchmarking. Um, and because, you know, Previously, like Bitcoin benefited from like any type of like alt season because when like all the trading happened on the centralized exchanges, um, Bitcoin was typically the most traded pair. Um, but now that much of the altcoin trading is happening on Uniswap, Bitcoin's not compatible with Uniswap. So Ethereum is the thing that people are buying to buy the altcoin. Um, and so people don't have to necessarily pass through Bitcoin first. Um, and so I think that's, that's led to a lot of the, the, the bullishness, you know, just like in general with Ethereum, it's strongly outperformed Bitcoin. Um, and, you know, it's recovering from the dump better than Bitcoin. And, you know, like when, when you just look at that, like Ethereum, you know, looks well on its way. Like, yeah, it's down 30% from all time highs, but like, you know, that, that's just kind of, you know, the, the, the name of the game here. And, um, you know, I, 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 even though it's not in the dip catcher buy zone, you know, when, when you're in a bull market, sometimes you, you just can't wait for the for it to be too far of a dip, you know, or else you'll miss like large parts of the move. So, Brian, we've got just a few minutes left here. How do you prioritize buying these? Like, how do you, what do you, what do you buy first? Like, if let's say again, you have 25 or 50 bucks a week. Like, how do you, how do you break this up? Like Hex, Bitcoin, Ethereum, like, what do you, how, how does that go? But how do you go about that? Um, I mean, like. You know, it's all just based on like, you know, kind of whatever's going on, you know, like I'll look to see, you know, what, what's, you know, cause usually I'm, I'm, I've been, you know, pretty good about like pretty much only buying dips. Sometimes I ape into the all time highs just cause who cares. 
Um, you know, but like, you know, Hex has been, you know, it's been running so hard that, um, you know, and, and it hasn't been in like the, the like thorough dip and because fees have been so high. So like that, that actually plays, has a big role in it. Um, you know, so as far as like buying Hex, um, you know, I'm, I'm still waiting for a bigger dip. Um, you know, but that's because, you know, I'm not worried about how much hex I have, um, you know, things like, you know, ETH, ETH is the one that I'm like, you know, where previously I'd probably be just like, you know, taking my like, you know, weekly or every so often weak deposit into Bitcoin. Um, you know, lately that's been more ETH just because like, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to load up to, you know, I, I want to have a lot of ETH so that like, if there's like a crazy hex dip, like what we've, you know, we've seen in the past, like, not just like this baby dip, like this dip for ants. Like we want to like, there's like a massive, massive sell-off in, in hex. Um, you know that that that's what I'm loading up for. Um, and so, you know that that's that's kind of what what how I'm approaching it. But um, you know, if if you're just getting started in hex, um, you know you can probably have you know you, you it's it's not a bad idea. You know, just kind of get it at whatever price um, because like with the staking, you can you know. You can do that, and and I mean, it's the most bullish chart in the whole world. Like, there's literally nothing that looks like this right now, um, and so you know, it's it, this is. It, it, I think it's definitely going to be okay. Last, uh, just quick point. So you're not you're 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 not buying Bitcoin to then swap for Hex ever. Essentially, that's that's you're 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 buying ETH to swap for Hex, right? Is that is that sort of your strategy? Mm -hmm. ETH or USDC. Okay. Okay. And, and Bitcoin is something that you, you hold on to because you can utilize it as like with, with leverage and things like that. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like Bitcoin's, you know, more for like extending credit. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, this is, this has been great. Um, Brian, thank you so much for uh, jumping on and uh, just going over this, this uh, market report and just like, uh, spending time with us this week. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Um, we'll, uh, we'll connect again next week. All right. Talk to you soon.